The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. It's just gone 18 minutes past five. Welcome to the Afternoon Overdrive on 11.9 High FM. I'm Michael McKenna. Joining us on the line now, our correspondent from Israel, Rolene Marks. Rolene, good afternoon. Welcome once again. Great to have you on board. Good afternoon. Always great to be on board. Well, indeed, great to have you on board, Rolene. So, um, is there any breaking news, perhaps, which you would like to talk about? Uh, there were, I noticed some breaking news earlier on about a visit uh, uh, by the Red Cross. Uh, have, have I uh, got that right? Well, we have heard from the president of the the Red Cross. You know, there has been a lot of pressure put onto the Red Cross for for their complacency and right. and, and for doing basically nothing. Our health minister last week tweeted out that he holds them responsible yeah. for not ensuring that our hostages receive adequate medical care. And those that have been released, we saw uh, Elma Abrahams uh, in critical condition. Thank goodness she is um, uh, making uh, a recovery. But uh, the, the condition that she was returned in was absolutely appalling, not to mention the conditions as we now are finding out day by day Indeed. of all our uh, uh, hostages that were released. So this is the president. This is uh, President Miriana Spolari. She she said that um, she's in Gaza and people suffering is is intolerable. And she says the hostages must be released as a neutral actor. The uh, the ICRC stands ready to support further humanitarian agreements that reduce sure. suffering and heartbreak. But she hasn't she hasn't told us what that is. Uh, are you going to visit them? Mm-hmm. Are you going to ensure that there's medical attention? What what exactly do you do you mean? You know, we are very very concerned about the condition that the remaining hostages uh, are in. These are the, the majority uh, men and some women. Um, we still, and I want to be very, very clear, we still don't know about the, the Bibas family uh, that is still being investigated. So please don't believe any rumors that you are seeing on social media. But, um, you know, we do have uh, women uh, in captivity who we know were sexually abused right. before they were taken hostage. So it is... Uh, we're, we're very, very concerned, not to mention that there are 10 hostages over the age of 70. So, Rolene, let's just follow on from that. We're talking about the hostage situation and uh, what's transpiring in the Gaza Strip uh, regarding the Red Cross. Now we're dealing with the breaking of uh, ceasefire conditions. Take us through that. So this happened in the early hours of Friday morning, about an hour or so before the ceasefire was due to expire. Hamas fired rockets towards Einash Losha and uh, Kisufim. That's in, in the south, effectively breaking the ceasefire. They also uh, reneged on the deal to release several female hostages. So that was uh, seen by the state of Israel as a flagrant violation of the ceasefire. 
and we have resumed our military activity in, inside the Gaza Strip. Now, just a short while ago, there was quite a big barrage of rockets fired towards the Sheva Chatzirim. That area, we've had uh, quite a few towards the center of Israel, including about an hour and a half ago towards Petah Tikva. Uh, that area, uh, Saturday night, we had quite a big bombardment here mm -hmm. in, in Modi Inn. I can, all I can say is thank goodness a million times for those iron domes uh, because it could be a very, very different story that I, I, I'm telling today. But uh, we have still seen uh, big uh, barrages of, of, of rockets, especially today. Uh, our forces are pushing further into the south of Mm -hmm. uh, the Gaza Strip. We have opened a humanitarian corridor and we've also done something that no army has done in the history of warfare. Um, we have published a, a, a map, a grid of the, of the south, specifically the area of Khan Yunus, which is an area of interest for the IDF, uh, showing the um, Showing the civilians where they can go and where we are, uh, where we will be uh, concentrating our military capabilities. Now, I don't think any military, in fact, I know no military in the history of warfare has done such a thing because that could be a huge compromise for sure. your uh, military strategy. Rolene, let's just stick to military, every, all things military. Um, I was just reading uh, something breaking that uh, came out. The Kafir Brigade operating the Gaza Strip, and they've located over 30 tunnel shafts and destroyed them. Now, I think we, we did discuss talking about this uh, network of tunneling that one is still dealing with at the moment. Tell us more about that. Well, as we, we've been discussing uh, throughout the duration of this, this war, that there are tunnels underneath the uh, the ground in, in Gaza. Gaza is uh, an above ground, but it's also a, a metro underground. And as IDF forces push further and further into the Gaza Strip, so they are uncovering all these tunnels, dealing with all these tunnels, and also exposing where these tunnels are. And, and it's staggering. Again, mm. uh, we've exposed tunnels in kindergartens. I mean, can you imagine sending your children to kindergarten or to uh, to school only for them to be a repository for munitions and, and, and rockets and, and so forth. Um, uh, rockets hidden under children's beds. Uh, we've also seen a big exposure, even though they're vehemently denying it. Um, UNRWA, UNRWA schools, UNRWA hospitals, mm, mm. Uh, things hidden in UNRWA first aid packages. Now we've been speaking about UNRWA for decades. That they are, are complicit, and uh, we had a hostage last week saying that he was held by an UNRWA doctor. Yes. He could hear the doctor when he was treating uh, he, he, his patient. He could hear. So uh, I think the United Nations have got a lot of questions mm. that they have to answer. Well, let's just stick on the, on the subject of UNRWA, who you've just been talking about, and UN Women uh, voicing about the situation right now. What are they saying about uh, the situation as it stands at the moment? Well, it's taken them 57 days to acknowledge mm. that Israeli women and girls, and we are hearing reports uh, from uh, some press that even men were sexually abused, uh, experienced gender-based violence, and I'm going to put it in its most blunt form, raped. 
mm-hmm. on the 7th of October. And uh, I, I just want to say, the reason I keep talking about it is because I don't think people are actually internalizing just how... Uh, just what a calamity, a crime against humanity was uh, visited mm, on us mm, uh, mm. On, on the 7th of October. I don't think people are actually realizing just how bad this was. Uh, but um, we've seen the silence of the, the, the global community, in particular uh, women's organizations. Today, Gal Gadot uh, has has posted on her, her um, Instagram, she says, the world has failed uh, uh, women. The world has failed uh, women. You know, we've seen so much in in the media, you know, some director wolf whistled at an actress uh, or somebody thought something 30 years ago and everybody pounces on that. But when we have atrocities, the likes of which were committed on the 7th of October here in Israel, the world is silent. Grolin, we're going to have to wrap it up there. Sorry, we, we really need to unpack a bit more. But uh, we've just about run out of time, Grolin. Thanks so much once again for joining us on the Afternoon Overdrive just to give us the latest on what's transpiring in Israel at the moment. Grolin Marks, our correspondent from Israel, telling us about what is happening there.